Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we discuss everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I am your host, Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Recently, we've been talking about more of the psychological aspects of Forex, which of course is extremely important in being able to succeed within the markets. But today, I want to bring it back to something that's a bit more practical. Talking about a strategy, and we haven't talked about a strategy in a while, so let's go over this now because I've seen this popping up in quite a few places. People are still using this. People are still not getting the full picture on this, or really getting scammed. And for those of you that are using this, I definitely want to make sure that you're doing it in the right way. So let's talk about overbought and oversold, and specifically using that premise as a strategy to hop into the market, right? If you are using this at any point, this is gonna help you out. If you're thinking about using it, this is gonna help you out. So no matter what you're looking at here, it's gonna be helpful. So first of all, I'm just gonna really define what it is so those of you that don't know actually do know. Overbought and oversold are just terms that are used in technical analysis, right? To describe market conditions where the price of a currency pair has deviated significantly from its average value. These conditions are often seen as potential reversal points in the market. So it goes too high up, goes too far down, away from where it normally sits, then it can be overbought or oversold. And when that happens, what do we need? We need a correction to bring it back into the correct area towards its average. So when this currency pair is considered overbought, for example, it means that the price has risen too quickly and too high, and therefore there's a potential for sellers to hop into the market rather than buyers, because we're gonna go back to that average. Conversely, if it's oversold, right, if price has gone too low, it's fallen too quickly, there's potential for bias hop into the market, right? Pretty, pretty simple stuff there. So a really, really popular technical indicator used to identify overbought and oversold conditions is the RSI, otherwise known as the Relative Strength Index. It's a momentum oscillator, which basically means jackal. Um, it, all you need to know is that it ranges from zero to 100 and measures speed and change of price movement. Reading above 70 is typically considered overbought, while a reading below 30 is considered oversold. So let's just go over that. We've just gone over what overbought and oversold is and the primary indicator that is used to determine this. Now, I don't want to hop on my high horse here because we don't BS. We don't BS here at Road to Forex. When I first started out and I joined a massive group, like a massive trading group, you know, they got thousands and thousands of people, tens of thousands of people, if not more, um, like a hundred thousand, right? This was one of their free, and I said that in inverted commas, uh, free trading strategies, which was overbought and oversold. That's technically what this is here. Using the RSI, and all they did was chuck in the EMA in there as well and said, okay, as long as when it's overbought, we're above this line, and when it's oversold, we're above this line here, then we can hop in and we can do this. Just chucked it along with the RSI, and then, hey, presto, there you go. And uh, what I would say to you here 
is that you need to be really, really careful. Because a common mistake that all traders make when using overbought and oversold strategies is to rely solely on the RSI without considering other factors. The Forex markets can be, and always will be, in my opinion, unpredictable. And it is the height of essential to use multiple technical indicators and really, if you want fundamental analysis, to validate signals to make informed trading decisions. Right? Informed trading decisions. Which means that you have actually assessed the market on multiple different factors and then gone, okay, this is right. Rather than gone, here's an RSI or here's an EMA and I'm just going to hop in and just check it out because the RSI is saying it's overbought or it's oversold. We do not want to do that at all, at any point. That would just be so ridiculously stupid. So ridiculously stupid. Another factor that everyone forgets to uh, I know, factor in is that look at the time frame that you're using. A lot of you guys want to use lower time frames. I know because most of the new guys that come in here um, definitely want to use the lower time frame. So 15 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, you're on it because you want to make money really quickly. RSI does not work well on those time frames at all. Does not. This is from a guy that used to trade this when he first came in, really excited about it. You know, got drawn into the hype. Oh, that's awesome. If you even got near a 50% win rate on this under an hour time frame, I would be shocked. I genuinely would be. Genuinely. You really need this for the one hour, even the four hour daily or weekly. They're so much better. So do not hop on 15 minutes and under, 30 minutes or even an hour under. Just do not do that. The longer the time frame, the more significant the potential reversal may be. That is what we are looking for here. So can you use it? Am I just bagging it, smashing it into the ground and saying, oh, it's crap? Absolutely not. I, when I first started off with my specific strategy, look for counter trend trades. The RSI, even though I think it is an extremely basic indicator, was one of a few indicators that I used to see when it was overbought, as well as some other things in there, to determine if it was going to fall. So in essence, I use an overbought, oversold strategy to determine when a market reversal was going to happen and ha hop on a counter trend trade. Now I called it a counter trend trade strategy, but it is using elements of overbought and oversold. So it made sense to use the RSI and have it in there. The fact of the matter is I had three or four, three, Th no, it was actually, yeah, it was three other indicators that I had on there as well as me being a price action trader, so I can actually read chart patterns um, to determine whether or not it was actually going to reverse. And it worked really well. That's the one that I have today. That's the one with the guys who were obviously joined from this podcast are using right now. And it was based off that. Do I use it anymore? No, I still do think it's an incredibly basic indicator. Incredibly basic. But 
that does not mean it does not have its place within Forex strategies. So you've got to keep it in there. This is something that can work out really well for you. And if you're not looking at at least using this or overbought or oversold for exit signals, then I would say, look at it. Absolutely do. Hop in because I wouldn't use this so much for entries anymore because I myself don't do it. So how can I go out here and say, hey, you guys use this for an entry. But if you suddenly see Oh, the RSI is saying it's it's way oversold. It's way overbought. And maybe one other thing, remember that. I don't know, it hits a, I'll give this away, a pivot line, right? Use that. That's a golden nugget right there. If you don't know what I mean, go back and listen to some of my episodes. Use that and then hop out of the market because that's what I do. That's what I do. Look at the USD JPY from the other day. I looked at that. I saw how oversold it was. And I just went, wow, I am hopping out of this because I can see a strong reversal. Came right back up. Wouldn't have hit my stop loss. Came a few pips away, but it was so close. All you've got to do is just understand this. It's really good for your exit signals. I do think that. It can be very helpful. You can use it for entry, but by itself, this is nothing. It is not a strategy. And you're foolish to think that it is. Overbought and oversold strategies, and I'm using that with like, you know, inverted commas there, they're not a thing. There's something to get new guys into the market. But for those of you that have already progressed past it and said, oh yeah, I know that was a beginner trap, I fell into that, or oh, I just avoided it, you know, you're smarter than me, well done. Look at it, look at it, see if it can help you. There's no harm in doing that. If you go and just quickly backtest it, look at the last 10 or 20 pairs that you just went through, do a year, right? And then have a look at it and just say, okay, yeah, that actually does work. Again, if you're a scalper, you're under that 15 minutes, don't be doing this. It's not worth your time. Just stay, stay well away from it. Anyway, guys, that is going to be it from me. Bit of a quicker one there. Um, hopefully it can help quite a lot of you out. Not as packed full of critical information, but we do need these episodes every so often just to make sure that the less interesting stuff still does get covered because it will help you out later down the line. Because if you are looking for an exit indicator or your mate says, oh, I'm using this, you're actually going to be more informed. The more informed you are within the Forex world, the better your strategy is going to be, the better your success, the better your win rate, the better everything for all of us. So not as exciting, but hey, the content is still good, can still help you out. So make sure you do listen to what I've said here, take a mental note of it and go through it. Anyway, as I said, that's it from me, guys. Have a great day and I'll speak to you later. Bye.